0: breakfast puppies welcome to have movies will game the only podcast on the globe where we take you our friendly listener through the best and worst movies of yesterday and today and then discuss ways that you can play them at your gaming table In every episode, our intrepid hosts, Matthew, Dusty, and Nathaniel, will filibuster fondly over facts and feelings of your favorite films, and then get to the glorious gaming goodness, giving Game Masters great gimmicks on generating golden genius. Have Movies Real Game, brought to you through the electronic wonder of the internet. Now, let's start the show!
1: You know, just once, I I would love to see a movie where a scientist is actually, like, really happy with the way his work goes into the world. Mm-hmm. Or he's not like, I made a war robot, and you're using it for war, and how dare you? This is a war robot. How dare you use it for... I'm tired of this Einstein, this knockoff Einstein stick that happens in every movie. <gasps> what do you mean? You're using my invention of the kill blaster to <laughs> kill and blast? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, we are,
0: dumbass. Yeah. I mean... You be- know that laser gun that you put on it. What yes. else did you yeah. think it would be used yeah. for? Be
2: proud of your fucking work, man. <laughs> were you just? Did you think you're just going to cut through? Like we're going to go rescue someone and cut through your steel rooms? No, Jesus no. Jesus fuck, man. Fucking I'm so kill someone.
0: sick of that fucking <laughs> trope. Well, for me, as a podcaster doing this show with you, one thing that frequently makes me sad, uh, it, it, at increasing frequencies as we do the show, mm-hmm. is. Uh, It's a little soul crushing at times when we pick these movies and we go and watch them. And at first you're like, yeah, I remember this movie. This movie might be okay You go by. (laughs) I loved this movie as a kid. And now I'm seeing all of these films from my youth that I still held in high esteem because I hadn't seen them since they came out. I'm so scared to
2: see Flight of the Navigator i'm me too oh, I'm see, i this note right I here. Watch what about every couple of years oh did you i watch that every couple of years it's, it, it's fine it's good it's fine
0: i'm sorry this movie was
2: bad yeah
0: oh by the way <laughs> uh, i'm matthew and i'm dusty and i'm
2: disappointed Nathaniel.
0: <laughs> and
1: and uh this week we are uh we're doing short circuit because you
2: voted for it yeah thanks. even though i i asked you not, to. I was really hoping not for you. Explorers. I know. No, no, I know no. No, no,
1: wait. I'm still talking to my audience, Dusty. <laughs> one second. You are not the star of this show. No, 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 no. no. But I'm talking to Your the people audience, I can reach. Bastard. <laughs> no, I, I got my pizza. I don't care what the fuck happens now.
2: <laughs> You're like, Ta- I'm done. I'm out.
1: <laughs> I got my pizza. I, I asked. I begged. And so many of you commented. And so many of you said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to vote for this one. And I'm like, that's not what I have you here for. You are bad people. I'm very disappointed in all of you. I voted
0: for Short Circuit. Oh, so, I regret it.
2: You, so you are one of the problems. I thought it was a good movie
0: <laughs> when I was six. I was so I will say this. hoping for <laughs> it, Explorers. It
2: still had moments. It Okay, There, are, it has some good lines. That's about it.
0: Laser lips! Your mama was a snowblower! <laughs> I quoted
2: that line so many I did times too. when yeah. I was a kid. We all did. Yeah. And, and as
1: props go, they did a really good job. I oh, yeah. mean with and, uh, with and, the RC and mm-hmm. with puppetry.
2: The the puppetry was really good. The the voice acting for the for Johnny was really good. And and there's a reason why it's it's better than what it should have been. There are a lot of things that changed over the course of this movie from from inception to being filmed. And I don't think we have enough time to go into all of them, but I'm going to try and hit a good number of them tonight for you guys. So. I, I
1: will
0: say I liked Ben.
1: I liked his you know, constant mixing of the metaphors. He had the best lines oh, yeah. of the whole movie.
0: As, as such a racist stereotype as that character was, he actually, he, he turned it around in a few he stole times. He the show. He did. There was a line that I love. So where are you from? Uh, What was it? California. Mm-hmm. Oh, but where's your family from? Oh, yes. Pittsburgh. <laughs> like,
2: yes. So there is some history with his character. So originally, Bronson uh, Pinco, P- Pincho uh, w- uh, from you Cousin Balky. Yes, Cousin Balky. Yeah. Was supposed to play that part. It was supposed to be a white guy, and he was supposed to play that part, but he was contracted into playing Perfect Strangers. So he had to bow out. So they went ahead and got Fisher Stevens, and there was some. The plague. Arguing. <laughs> About uh, creative direction with that character, the studio came back and said we would like to do an Indian descent. I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I forget that don't have the right nomenclature on that one. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So it's getting all nervous. They uh, no, I just have a screwed up throat from being in Phoenix for five or six days. So they so said you just, we just made a, a cool sound. A, a
0: screwed up throat. I, I want to <laughs> remix that sound and put it. Like <laughs> <laughs>
2: So they said, we want to do this. We want to change it. And he was like, "Uh, I don't really feel comfortable in doing that. And they said, fine, you don't get the part. They got someone else. That person bottomed out. They came back to Fisher Stevens and he said, fine, I'll do what you want. Now, Fisher, apparently being a heavy method actor at the time, he went into, he actually went to India and like immersed himself in the local customs and, and being in India was hanging out with a lot of families, and it, he got so good at, at, at portraying someone from that area of the world that there was a, uh, uh, a, an actor by the As name... He's in
0: Asari, I believe. I'm sorry? You're talking about uh, the... No, 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 I'll get to oh, that, okay. though.
2: But there was a Bollywood actor named of, uh, Havid Jeffrey. And apparently, everyone in India thought that this was him. They, they he had to go out on the air and say, "No, I did not do this movie." <laughs> wow, yeah, that's rad. Yeah, that's rad. Now you just made comment about Aziz. Yeah, yeah. He the two of them sat down, had a long talk, and, and Aziz, this was he, recently. Yeah, it was yeah. like 2015. So I was going to say Aziz was like what three? Yeah, it was when about the- two thousand fifteen. <laughs> they had a a very civil conversation, and basically, what came out of it was. Uh, he did not like blame Fisher Stevens for doing this role. He he didn't get angry at him for having like the stereotypical Indian. Why would he? Because it's Hollywood and there's like, oh, you're your white guy. They put they put brown face on you basically. Oh, he was. Yeah, they darkened. He, they, was, he they, was. They put oh, him in brown face.
1: Now I see why everyone's calling it racist. I'm like, why? He did a great job. Yeah, he he dyed his hair black. <laughs> oh, he let it grow long. I didn't know that. And
2: put brown makeup on, and then they actually even whitened his teeth a little bit. So. Those were very white teeth. I didn't notice because yes, everyone did. else
1: in the 80s did not have they, those white teeth. He dyed his
2: beard everything. Because if huh. you look at him in this movie and then look at him in Hackers. There is not a, a name I, rec-
1: I recognized in the whole thing. So. Oh, okay. yeah. Gutenberg? Played, you, you didn't, I vaguely I'm, recognized him. Okay.
2: Please agree. a baby. W-
1: which one was he in this movie? Steve Guttenberg was, was the the, the nerd. One that made Johnny oh, Five.
0: they're using my guns to kill people. Oh,
1: fucking Crosby. Yeah, yeah. Screw him. And, and, then, the, and the then
0: Ali Sheedy. Ali, Ali Sheedy. Sheedy. Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah, she was the goth.
2: Yeah, the goth girl in Breakfast Club. The problem girl.
0: You know Fisher Stevens. I, I, caricature aside, he really was the best actor and thing in this yeah. movie. Yeah, like,
2: he did say that uh, there is there there is on table for a third movie. They want to no, redo no. it. No. and he has said no. if they if they ask me uh i'm not going to pr- Reportray that character again. It would be better just to let uh, either someone of Indian descent or go in a different direction.
1: So there's this great scene at the beginning, right, where he's where he's blowing uh, up up the, the the jeeps and the, the armor blowing, and
0: I thought that was and the armor direction.
2: I just was
1: gonna. Let it <laughs> I'll go. get to that later. How the machine <laughs> loves a woman, and if you type in machine love, oh, you will find some fun things. Now bazoonga. that's giving me
0: a tremendous Woody right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have the strangest boner. Did you notice that when the tank was going through the field at the beginning, like, it rolled over this field of flowers? Because that's what it started on was, you know, these flowers. I did notice that. And yeah, the flowers yeah. are fine. Yeah. Yeah. The flowers spring back up. It's like... The flowers in- are fucking... No, no, no. <laughs> Those are American tough-ass
2: flowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking they of... They pulled the- themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, they did. <laughs> speaking of the beginning... By their one, stamens.
0: Of, <laughs> one of the only good things that you have to say about this movie... Uh. Is the intro sequence with mm-hmm. the music and it was the good. mechanical yeah. bits oh, yeah. in synchronization with each other. That was pretty solid. There were parts
1: of this movie that were really solid. Um, as far as, as far as all the set dressing, all the production, this was an excellent movie. Well, where they, was it
2: filmed? It was filmed uh, up here in Portland. And, and, yeah, it like Astoria. Astoria. Yeah. yeah. It was filmed no. up by the Goonies house. There, there was yeah. some
1: in Astoria. There was also some down the Columbia Gorge. I saw. Um, it's the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw the Vista House. Uh, there's some out where I go shooting by the Bridge of the Gods. That's, yep. that's what you're mm-hmm. looking at there. Uh, what is it? Clackamas Falls or something like that. What do they call it? Klamath. Klamath Falls, yeah. yeah.
0: And then there's, uh, I think there was some desert out there, too. I, I definitely yeah. saw the Goonies neighborhood. Yeah. I, I know that neighborhood very well. Yeah.
2: And then when they were out in the desert, when they were hiding, that ultimately was the soundstage. But, yeah, it was uh. supposed to be the high desert.
0: Now, before we started recording, Matthew, you had a good quip about the modernity of this movie and based on its location.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I don't like setups like that, but I'm going to run with it just for you.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some of us operate a little more subtle. (laughs) Here's the thing. Um, Stephanie, Stephanie in the 1980s, if you changed her hair, could have been a modern woman in Portland, Oregon. She was wearing blue jeans and a dress, cowboy boots, and three shirts. She drove an organic grain food truck yeah. and ran an animal shelter. That is the yeah. most... Has Portland not changed since and the then, 80s? And, is that what this is?
2: And dated a guy in a band that had a g- gas-guzzling car.
1: Not only that, but was... And a little abusive. And, <laughs> and not only that, but oh, the man. enemy was
0: an out-of-state tech company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From yeah.
1: Washington! Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing well, good comes we, across the water. Normal- you. Normally we hate California, but also, you know, fuck Washington, I guess.
2: And and fuck you, because I live up there. (laughs) I stand by what I said. (laughs) So as I said earlier, this movie from Inception to Delivery, it actually. (laughs) You can't see. I got my fingers up. I'm flipping both of them off right now. But that was good. That was really good, actually.
1: You know, this movie was a lot funnier before drone strikes were a thing. (laughs) Yeah, this Uh, autonomous fucking robot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, anyway,
1: but yeah, I mean, it was probably something a lot about inception? <laughs> Village goes up in flames. Yeah. So
2: from the beginning of 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 writing it, the director actually had something completely different in mind. He wanted to have uh, an, a human brain go into Johnny Five, and that's where he becomes sentient in, in that in that aspect where he gets when he gets hit by a lightning by the lightning bolt, the brain kind of got kick, kick started and remembers, oh hey, I was human at one point in time. Didn't they do that with RoboCop? Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. But the production company said, yeah, and the studio said, well, that's a little too grisly. We don't really want to do that because we don't want to have to film a brain going into this you know, computer. Plus, we've already dropped like $3 million of our $15 million budget on these 15 robots that we're going to destroy most of them during the filming. So we don't want to do that. So make it something else. There were several storylines that were gonna that went back. Are and you forth. telling
1: me that between Dr Pepper, Macintosh, Alaska Airlines, Colgate, Brawny, Aura Ida Potatoes, Duracell, Campbell Soup, and Charmin? Did you mention only, Coleman? What did you mention Coleman?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They only got fifteen million
1: to make this movie. Yes. Because that's a lot of endorsements. I'm that sure that they could have
2: fifteen million dollars. As a budget for the movie, that disappointed
0: was disappointed
2: in you, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think they just gave him like a catering, like oh, we're gonna drink, let you drink as much Dr. Pepper as you want.
0: So they didn't get the script that they want.
2: Where are you going? No, with that? no, I was just saying that it was supposed to be a vastly different movie. It was supposed to be more. It was supposed to be a lot more gritty, grittier. Uh, it was supposed to be darker. Uh, Johnny Five was supposed to go on this kind of like techno rampage of like I was human once, and and now I'm not, and like kill everybody that yeah, he Robocop. came across, almost, almost like RoboCop.
1: You know, I don't like seeing animals in movies, old movies. Oh my
0: god! I have this. Every game. one of
1: those animals are dead.
0: I have this game that I play every time I'm watching a movie with my wife, or mm-hmm. even just you know someone that I'm drinking or whatever, hanging out with. An animal will come on about. You see that dog? That's a cute dog. That dog is dead. Yeah, <laughs> I do that with old people too.
1: I do too. You see like, that lady? The, the old. She's the, dead. The, the old. The old people who have did you leave the weed in the glove box though? The grass. <laughs> the grass.
0: That was a good line. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there was also talk of uh, they were going to have uh, aliens who gave Johnny his, Johnny five, his intelligence. But in the end the book, they kept coming back. To the, Here's the, the thing. The, the, the lightning I, I actually have
1: something on that. I did not like that. It was lightning. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been way better if he was thrown into like a recursion loop. Okay. And they didn't Frankenstein it. Like, he had to solve his way out of a problem, a Kobayashi Maru, for which there is no solving. And that allowed him to expand. I, I thought it was a cheesy sentience.
2: And that's what the director thought, too. I, I, the, the director's done, done a number of movies, and he was like, guys, I really don't want to do this. And when the writers came back and said, why are we doing this? He said, the only thing he said was, this is what the studio wants. And it was dropped right then and there. Like, no one asked anything more at that point. This is what the studio wants. And
0: unfortunately, he was probably not James Cameron. So he couldn't yeah. just say, no. I'm going to do what I want.
2: No, the director was John mcdonald Badham. Who what else has he done? He has actually had a, a few movies under his, under his belt that were good for the time. It's Saturday Night Fever in 1977. Okay. Is that why that was on the TV? He already had the rights <laughs> to it. There's uh, yeah. a lot of his stuff going on in the background. Uh, <laughs> Push your shit, man. Uh, Dracula from 1979. Uh, Blue Thunder from 1983, oh, no, I which never. I do like. It is a very linear story, but I like it. War Games with Matthew Broderick oh, yeah. and yeah.
0: We should do that next.
2: Uh, and we should follow forget. along with this one. Yeah. And then Richard Dreyfus and Emilio Estevez in Stakeout in 1987. And oh,
1: that's, that's been it. That was a swan song. The 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when Russia was still the enemy. Does anyone else miss that?
2: Yeah, that was yeah. that was like um, Red Dawn, the original Red Dawn. Yeah. Was, I, I was like great. having
1: the Russian enemy.
2: The you only know. time I haven't liked the Russians being the enemy was in that fan film that somebody made for Indiana Jones. Uh, it was something with the Crystal Skulls. I saw that. Yeah, yeah it wasn't good. Yeah, it was. I saw no. it on YouTube. It was a horrible yeah, fan film. film. But <laughs> they went from the Nazis to the Russians, and it was it just it lost it. Was Russia the enemy in this? No,
1: no, but it was just no. the undercurrent of the time that he was going to show the commies with this new robot.
0: W- there was that, but yeah. their big fear throughout the whole movie was that the robot was going to go crazy and just start shooting everything up. Yes, which is interesting that they're capitalists. They're they're there to make money. I would have been afraid that their big fear was that it should. It would have been more plausible if they were afraid that a corporation was going to grab their robot before they did but they're well, all like still military, the, military. You, still, you still have the lawsuits and that's not that wasn't
1: even death. military that was a private Bit security firm until the very end Man. somehow
0: yeah. yeah and then suddenly yeah it was really strange a but, shitty concern yeah. if that
1: guy i like i've worked security yeah. before like and not just in bars but like armed security if if that guy blew his whistle like that he just would have disappeared somewhere on a road trip. I mean, he just wouldn't have come. I don't know, man. He walked off the job. No one saw him. He, he said he wanted to go visit the desert. I, he thought he was a general. I honestly think we're better off. You
2: know? But you also have yeah. to remember, this this film came out in 1986. We were still we were at the, the, the tail end of the Cold War tensions. There was still a lot going on with that. And there were a lot of movies that came out in that time frame that were just even, like Matthew said, the underscore of... The commies, the commies are going to get you. I mean, even, even in in I think in Goonies, he makes comment about, oh, they're Russians, you know, the Fratellis. Oh, they're Russians. I think there were a lot of movies that were like, oh, the Russians, the Russians, this, the Russians that. I remember. I'm going to sell War. it to the commies. Yeah. I, I I just <laughs> I'm just saying I I miss, yeah, being
1: angry at the Russians.
2: Well, I'm I miss angry it. at the Russians right now, but you know.
1: Yeah, you can be again. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at every level, not, you know, cozying up to them on oh, one just, level. Just
2: them oh, okay. being a
0: constant phantom threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially being, or as they called it, the Red Devil, which was essentially a saying that parents would put their kids tonight, say, you know, be good, or the devil's going to get you, or be good, or the commies are going to grab you.
2: Well, that that even goes back to in the in the 50s. Uh, so when, we when can the dive co- into the socialism aspect now. Right? <laughs> when, uh, when the Red Scare started... God. Because we put, we as a nation put in God we trust on the dollar bill because uh, the commies were godless heathens. And that's where in God we trust was put on the bill. The more you know. Yeah.
0: I like being a godless heathen. It is pretty cool. Although I wouldn't call myself a heathen. I know actual heathens that follow like heathenism and whatnot. So I can't take credit for that.
2: I have a question Nun soup.
0: Nun soup. That was hilarious. Oh God! He really did have the best lines did. in the whole thing. Yeah, he, which question? He had good Duster. comic timing, is what he had. Yeah.
2: yeah, I maybe it was because I just I, I had the movie on in the background and I wasn't paying a lot of attention because I know this movie doesn't hold up. But well, why there, would you? I mean, it's just a podcast. Was there any? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did my deep dive, but was there anywhere that, that when they explained uh, the nuclear aspect of Johnny Five because? The actual acronym for... It was a the, stupid acronym. I think yeah. it's powered. Strategic, strategic a Artificially small reactor. Intelligent Nuclear Transport. He's, it's how he's powered. Okay, he does have a nuclear battery, apparently. Yeah. So, okay, all right. Speaking
0: of which, lasers don't do that.
2: No. Do you
0: have
1: they, a working knowledge of girls?
0: They don't. Wait,
1: what? <laughs> I'm just quoting some of Ben's lines. I, I know what he did may have been bad. It was probably bad at the time still. We, we were starting to get it in the 80s.
2: We were. Yeah, we were. Okay. He just, um, k- Bulldyke, shut up.
0: I'm like, Wait, wait what? <laughs> His lines made so good.
1: Oh, there's something I need to talk about. Okay. Wait, Stephanie he- has killed so many kittens. There is always stuff on the stove. Cooking. There are always kittens on the stove. <laughs> and she just leaves. There's so many dead kittens under her house. Oh, my God. Did anybody else notice that? Like when one, one thing no, I... Johnny's throwing around spaghetti and boiling water and oh pasta, haha. no, there's kittens next to burners.
0: <laughs> one thing I did notice <laughs> is that the kittens out. She's not a good actor. No, Ali no, Sheedy. No, no, she was not good. I, I think that's
2: one of the reasons there why was one she good had actor the quiet in this. part in, in uh, the Breakfast Club up until like towards the very end. She just kind of sat there being gothy. Who,
1: Matthew? Uh, the, whoever played Ben, the guy who was racist.
2: Fisher Stevens. Yeah, he, Which he is did a great amusing. job. He was the best actor. I'd we'll talk about him a disagree, bit. I disagree, actually. We, I think yeah. the, the voice actor for Johnny Five was yeah. the better we'll, actor. Yeah, because
1: we'll, caricature is doing, you know,
0: the fucking.
2: But the thing is, they recorded all of his lines there with the puppeteer. They didn't go back no, into a sound I think stage. he
0: was the puppeteer, because he is also a puppeteer. He,
2: yeah. He's one of the, like, okay. dozen or so yeah. that depending on what was going on. When she finds
1: number five in her roach coach, I'm pretty sure they replaced his eyes with light bright. Did anyone else notice that? He had like all these little light bright eyes. When it's like mm-hmm. this orange glow coming from her roach coach and she
2: it, thinks it's aliens. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's, he's, he's coming up and you like, think that's just he's a just, a just behind to there. set
2: that bitch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he doesn't. Apparently, early audiences booed and hissed at the screen uh, watching Ali Sheedy kiss and hug a robot. Yeah. Also, not... the
1: encyclopedia, ancient internet.
2: Mm-hmm. Google before Google.
1: Yeah. Remember encyclopedias? Mm-hmm. Shit, man.
0: <laughs> I remember I moved to Portland in 2005, January of 2005, and I used an atlas to get here. I used a mm-hmm. road Thomas, map. Thomas Brothers? No, I went to uh, AAA and oh, yeah, they custom they're built map. Me yeah. a map of my entire route here. And this... I didn't have, you know, thousands of dollars so, for a GPS. Yeah, yeah. that's how much they were. They because, were expensive. And and now it's like any information that you want, you forget that uh, we had a. I don't. Had, I had a World
2: Book Encyclopedia set. Yeah, so did I. It was a
0: 1986 set. We had that <laughs> set for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, Every year, I remember yeah. as a kid, like we would get a knock on the door just before school started, before the school season. And it was someone selling a new set of... And for those of you who are under 21, apparently they used to deliver milk and all kinds of old people shit that you don't care about
1: (laughs) either. But but not
0: (laughs) not just that, but in the early days of Google, Mm -hmm. you couldn't quote internet sites as, uh, uh, as sourceable material... In your annotations, on in any some classes paper. you still can't. You
2: still can't. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like, and a uh, lot
2: of classes will not allow you to use Wikipedia. Well, well as, yeah. most places
0: still don't use Wikipedia due to the contested nature of its information. That's true. However, you can use sources that you find on Wikipedia as long as you find them in there. Yeah, so.
1: I write my notes in linear order yeah. as I as I like. <laughs> I pause, write something. The movie plays again. Right. So I I have just gone through. God damn it! Get the kittens off the stove. Right? Okay, she finds the guy in the cos, Goes back in, restarts cooking. There's still kittens on the fucking <laughs> stove.
0: You know all those cats, all dead, all dead. Every last one of them,
1: <laughs> probably because of the stove. I, I wrote, "God damn it, woman! Turn off the stove or move the kittens." Oh
0: my god. <sighs>
1: oh god,
0: I couldn't have done that movie. I'm so you know to cats. you know
1: you know what I what I wrote <laughs> after that. Hmm. I like how mad she is about the dead grasshopper, but she kills kittens and probably cooks them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's another line. Another line that's stuck in my head forever, and I quote it at least once a week. Disassemble! Oh, yeah.
2: That, <laughs> Disassemble! I think that one for me is like with you with, uh, uh, I am a, a meat Meat popsicle? Yeah. Bye-bye, no, bye goofy woman. <laughs> I enjoyed
1: repeatedly throwing you to the ground. <laughs>
2: Namaste. <laughs> It took a dozen people.
1: (laughs) I can't understand why they thought that was (laughs) right.
2: You're an asshole.
1: (laughs) Why? Did I pick this movie? No. Am I expected not to talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) This is what happened.
2: It took 12 people to operate Johnny five. Okay. 12 people to do all the movie, all the, all the articulations. It weighed Johnny five itself weighed approximately 250 pounds. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they had initially the, the production company said, let's, let's do stop motion. Let's make a tiny little plastic one and do stop motion. And then like green screen it on around people and kind of like just set it up to where you can, you could add it in later. I'm so glad they didn't because Ali Sheedy said in an interview that it, it was, it was emotionally difficult trying to connect with something that did not exist and pretend make it look like she was emotionally connecting. Tell it to Sesame
0: street lady. Wow. At least with Sesame street, they're talking to puppets. No, tell it to whoever had to interact with goddamn Jar Jar Binks. Seriously.
2: That poor actor. Have you guys heard his story? Yeah. He almost committed suicide. I know. The the guy guy that played Jar Jar Binks, because that was supposed to be his big break. And he didn't like do anything after and he was atop a bridge after, and, and like getting all these calls about how bad Jar Jar was, and he almost jumped off the off of a bridge. Ooh,
0: poor guy. I, no, yeah. I did read that. that oh, was, yeah.
2: it's it's heartbreaking. I mean, he put his all into that character, just just what Lucas wanted, and you know his family wanted, and and he got so much kickback on. He said the biggest kick that he's gotten out of it, though, humor wise, since then, is the fan theory that Jar Jar is actually a Sith.
1: Oh, Georgia I is absolutely so.
2: Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: Have you seen the robot chicken one about that? <laughs> yeah. Annie, we're going to play games <laughs> now. Oh, <the> <laughs> oh No.
1: <laughs> it was nice seeing all the places in Portland. That doesn't help our like listeners across the country and hopefully the world. Yeah. But uh
0: it was nice to see a lot of hometown stuff.
2: No, I, it was good. Like
0: I I did recognize a number of Goonies locations Well, too.
2: there there was the there was a school that was in Kindergarten Cop. Uh, and there, there, there were there were a number of, of locations. Yeah, Crown Point. Hmm. Yes. The uh, you made a comment about the laser, and I didn't get a chance to say it then because we we kind of went on a tangent. The when the laser power ups, did that sound familiar to you at all? Yes, but why? It's the proton pack going on yes! for Ghostbusters. Uh, Same exact sound. It that's was recycled. Yep. Yep. Hmm.
1: I actually agree with Nova's response. Oh,
2: hunting down Johnny Five. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, this is, this
1: yeah. isn't like a kitchen implement.
2: No, it's a it's nuclear not.
1: powered death killer who's, you know had no, a little glitch and it. Yeah. Is, is malfunctioning.
2: Yeah, because if you, if you if you listen to Johnny Five in the beginning, he 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 speaks in the third person, you know, and then then he says, "I'm alive." He gets complete awareness. So
0: he's not Johnny until the end. For the record, I
2: I understand yeah. that. I didn't remember that. Yeah,
0: and but uh, watching it last night, it was. He didn't even use the name Johnny until the very yeah, end of yeah. the movie. When number five, We're probably number mi- five. mixing it in our head with the second one, too.
2: Yeah. Because we're of,
1: of age to do that.
2: Uh, Steve Guttenberg, just in regards to the second one, he and Ali Sheedy, because they didn't reprise their roles, there was like a 10-second phone clip apparently that was taken from, uh, from this or later version of this one. Uh, he said that was one of the biggest mistakes of his career was not being in the sequel because he didn't think it was going to make any money, and they didn't produce a script. When he said, show me a script, I want to see what my part is, we, don't, we haven't written it yet. We just want you to contract to it. again. It so people. bad.
1: <laughs> again, if you are lucky enough to play make-believe for a living. For millions of dollars. Yeah. Or even for hundreds of thousands, thousands of dollars. Out. If you're one of those little ones who can't afford a new mansion every year, <laughs> fucking just do the work. Okay? The rest of us are working. Take the shit film. Well, Own it. Make it yours. Stop being prima donna dickheads.
2: Well, that's like James Spader. He's one of my favorite actors. And he's talked in interviews multiple times about how he is not at the level, uh, pay, payday-wise, is like Christian Bale, who gets $70, 80000000 million a movie, plus gross, plus points. So he will do a movie that pays his bills. And yeah. he will live on that. And he says, when I need to pay bills, I call it my agent. I say I need to make this much money to pay my bills for the year. Find me something, and that's why he did like uh, a a season for The Office because he wasn't doing any movies. Yeah, or, and who cares? Yeah, he's still working. You're playing make believe. Yeah.
1: So way back at the beginning of this, I uh, I was going through all the the endorsements mm-hmm. in this, all the products. Did anyone else pick up the credits? Watch I, through the credits?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't
1: do. I watched second, on the
0: scenes,
2: but I didn't the read the second
1: credits. credit. Mm-hmm was producer sales association. Like this movie was made. It's like directed by produced by starring or executive producer starring. Mm -hmm. And then they roll, right? This was directed by, and then what it was bought by this conglomerate of people that purchased, well, products that purchased a movie.
0: Yeah, it's a massive product placement. You just kept seeing them all over the places. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. The one that I I noticed a lot of them, but I think the one that stood out to me most was that big red and white Coleman cooler just sitting right there in the back. But it was in such an iconic location, aimed so that it was facing the camera. Mm -hmm. Like they put that camp there. It was just so obvious. Yeah. That's all I have. I've I've, I've written my way (laughs) through the movie. i bitched
1: about the kittens, which I still think, man, how many kittens died in the making of this movie? Unless that boiling pot, which you could see steam coming off of, was filled with dry ice. And that's a dead kitten because it was like inches from
0: it. Oh, my God.
2: It had a budget of $15 million. You mentioned that. That's bullshit, man. Dr. Dr. Pepper has spent more than that on a Super Bowl commercial. Nike has spent more than that on a person. Uh, opening weekend. Nike owns people. <laughs> oh, that's a rabbit hole. You heard it uh, here first. Opening weekend. It only made 5.3 million. Our
1: people.
2: The green. 5.7 million. You said 5.3 million on opening weekend. Now that's 1986. So just that's inflation. too much. And gross over in the, in the United States, 40.3. So it did make its investment back. And uh, the biggest influence on Johnny's design was a piano playing robot from Japan's 1985 uh, Sakuba Expo. Or maybe I'm getting that close. Uh, who had an eye to read the, the piano music as it, as it played. That was I the got, biggest design.
1: I got one last thing to say about this. And I think Pixar took this in, into, uh, uh. In, into their lexicon. And that is, if you're trying to make an inanimate thing animate, it's, it's all the eyes. It's not the body language. It's not the hands. It's all the eyes, and the eyebrows in this, and the the eyelids, and the the opening and closing of the iris, is what really made it. What mm-hmm. what brought the robot to life. So yeah,
2: there there was, eyebrows. Dogs have them. Cats don't. There That's was why we like, an dogs actual lawsuit pending for Short Circuit Three uh, going uh, the, the, against Wally, the studio that owns the rights to Johnny five and short circuit was like, Hey, Pixar, fuck you. You took our idea oh. and ran with it. And Pixar came back and said, no, we didn't. Here is every example, every little bit yeah. of robot yeah. that we stole from, I mean, borrowed from, and it didn't hold up in a, in a court of law because there was too much. There wasn't enough. Uh, this com- this production company studio said you took the tank treads. Well, he, Pixar Dude, get, went, getting
1: hit by lightning and coming alive. Come on now. Yeah.
2: Pixar went, here's a dozen movies where robots have tank treads. I mean, there was, there was a horrible 80s sci-fi movie where this, this, just this evil guy transplanted himself into like the lower part of a tank and drove around like killing people. Yeah. He looked like a boar. Servitors
1: from Warhammer. Yeah.
2: Those were in the eighties. So yeah. And that's all I got.
1: Okay, yeah. So well, why don't why don't we take this thing to the table? I'm I'm done with this.
2: Let's do it. Yeah. Thanks, listeners, for this one. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why. This, this is why democracy doesn't work. You vote we... for things and you vote for shit and you do it. Time. Speaking of which,
0: we're gonna have a vote coming up soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you better get this one right. Stay right. tuned.
1: Hi, this is Matthew. Thanks for listening. We wanted to take a moment to talk to you about uh, one of our sponsors, Guardian Games. Guardian Games has been with us since the very beginning of this show. Guardian Games is Portland's premier game store. They have magic, miniatures, shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves of RPGs, all the gaming swag, anything you could possibly want for your gaming experience. If you're ever in Portland and looking for a gaming store, Guardian Games is the biggest, most diverse store in Portland. You definitely owe it to yourself to go to Guardian Games.
0: Well, now that we're going to bring this to the gaming table, Dusty, let's talk about the characters.
2: Yes, we have, uh, to start off, we have Johnny Five himself, Tim Blaney, who was the voice of Johnny Five in both this movie and the second movie, and who also did a lot of the puppeteering for Johnny Five.
0: Now, what else has he done? I know one off the top of my head. (laughs) He did Frank the Pug! Independence not yeah. Independence day the uh a Men in Black better guy uh, Men in Black movies. He the, was, the only redeeming quality of all those movies was Frank the Pug, in uh, my opinion.
2: He was also in Flight yeah. of the Navigator. He was, was a puppeteer. He, he was a puppeteer, but he was also yeah. a voice. You know the little thing that hung upside down that went wah Yeah blah, blah. Was he him? was that was him. <laughs> yep, yeah, that was him.
0: That's a movie that I would love to do one day, but I don't at the same time for fear that it ends up being yeah. as shitty as it, this, it goes this way. Yeah.
2: Uh, he was also in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie as Goofy Goober. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then he, was, uh, he did Men in Black 3. He played Worm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he was also Frank the Pug. Yeah, he was also Frank the Pug. <laughs> God.
2: Frank the Pug.
0: Well, uh, what would you say his alignment is, Matthew, Dusty? Uh, chaotic good. Totally,
2: yeah, chaotic. Chaotic good.
0: He's not lawful. See, here's an interesting one in that I would say he is teenager. It's well, hard kid, younger. He's just kid. Or younger. He's a kid. It's hard to tell his alignment. I, I
1: think chaotic good is kid until you get back to like three to four where it's chaotic evil. <laughs> that, that's, that's what children are.
0: Essentially. I think someone once said to me that basically before kids go to school and they learn ethics. Yeah, they're wild fucking they're animals.
1: They're tiny Hitlers. Yeah, what they're, it was. they're just yeah. awful creatures.
0: Yep.
2: I'll, I'll agree with that. Chaotic good, that works. All right, and then we round uh, out into Ali Sheedy, who played Stephanie Speck. Oh, oh lawful God. good, sure. Very lawful good. Now, yeah, she,
1: there's a couple moments that actually yeah. sold it, like uh, when you're lying, you're lying again. I mean, just, you know, the truth is very important to her.
2: If you do not know who Ali Sheedy is, she was in the Breakfast Club, as we said earlier, as the goth girl, uh, Alice, where she didn't speak much. No, not until the very end, where she said she had a penchant for vodka. Uh, And she. Yes. And then she played opposite Matthew Broderick in War Games in 1983. Love that movie.
0: It's a great movie. I don't remember her character much at all in that film.
2: She was only in like 95% of the movie.
0: Exactly. That's saying a lot. I don't remember. I'm
2: sorry. I'm I'm, okay. I'm with him on this one. Okay. That's fine.
0: She's an
1: unmemorable actress.
2: Yeah, St. Elmo's fire. And uh, we'll go with bad boys. Not the, not the, the, the cop movie that was done here with Will Smith. No, this was, this was done with Sean Penn back in 1983 where Sean Penn was put in jail in a juvie juvie hall that bad boys.
0: I was three.
2: I didn't see it. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> maybe you should watch a movie. Oh, oh,
0: I did. I watched this when it came out in the theater.
1: I'm going with Lawful Good, man. Yeah, yeah she's Lawful good.
2: good. And then we have uh, Steve Gutenberg as Newton Crosby, PhD, designer of Johnny Newton Five. Newton Crosby.
1: Fucking chaotic evil. No, chaotic good. I'm just kidding.
2: <sighs> yeah, I think everybody here is good. Um, main, except the, for Frank well, the X The main, yeah, well he's an NPC it's, There's only There's only two more characters yes. And then your NPCs, NPCs
0: have alignments. No,
2: I understand that, but
0: Okay, I want to go back, I want to do something new this time I want to okay. add a little flavor to this I'm going to start back with Johnny Five I was thinking about this the other day I'd like to do alignments, but I also want to Let's state the character's Motivation In this movie What is Johnny Five trying to do? Survive because and this is going to inform yeah. the themes when we take this to the table of what kind of game yeah, you He's just do. trying
2: to be alive. So
0: Johnny's thing is survival.
2: Yeah, uh, his thing is survival. Okay. That uh, and to pull down his
0: first human chick.
2: Yes. <laughs> sure. Allie, why not? Ali Sheedy's is. We're playing is, that
0: kind of game, I guess, with Matthew here.
2: Allie Sheedy's is to. I try and charm the barmaid. <laughs> is to mother and protect. So you think her goal is mothering? Yeah. Protection. Well, okay. So initially, initially she's
0: all like, aliens, oh, take me to your leader. Yeah, but so, I mean,
1: look at all the fucking animals she's trying to save. Uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: True. I mean, okay. she might be eating them later, but <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt that it's inadvertent. She just it doesn't dies, realize. So you might as well eat it. It doesn't realize that cat kitten with fire.
0: <laughs> so if this were a D anD, d she'd have a really low wisdom score. Yeah, yeah, like six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Newton, Newton Crosby, Newton Crosby. We said he's chaotic. Good. What what yeah. is his motivation in this?
2: Tinkerer. Well,
1: that's just- oh, he, he wants to get his
2: creation back. Yeah. And
1: then after he finds out that it's actually alive, he'll go to any lengths to protect it.
2: Okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And then we have uh, Fisher Stevens playing Ben. And I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce Lawful the last good. name.
1: Yes, Awful good. Every, every time he, he he's, is he's the, being he dragged. Is the conscience of he's this being, movie. He's being dragged into all of this. He's he, trying to. Yeah. Does talk not his friend do out anything. of it he, every step of the way He, 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 he does enjoy to throwing him, her to the ground he tries But, to tell but like, that's not unlawful
0: It's true I mean some girls are into that He could be lawful good into some kinky shit So he, I would tell say lawful it. good That makes sense That works for him yeah. What? his it, motivation be Throughout this movie What's that character trying to do He's
1: trying to get laid yeah. He talks about it the whole movie yeah. and <laughs> He does <laughs> that is his motivation but he, he doesn't he try just to explain complete in, you strange know, they're complete strangers that's what he's talking Indian about
0: metaphors but he also doesn't try to cramp his bro style so well, he's a he's not yeah. so blinded by his his lust that he is willing to oh
1: yeah he's respectfully trying he to get is, laid by throwing women to the ground essentially in this movie he's a wingman
2: yeah yeah okay who's if, next if you don't know any other movies that he has been in real quick uh, he was in my science project uh, which is it's, it's I loved that movie. Yeah, that is a that good was movie. a fun one. Yeah, that was a yep. fun movie. Uh, and then just I'm just going to go through the list of mir- movies you guys might have heard him. Fisher in. Stevens, right? Yes. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Oh God. Uh, Hackers. He was the bad guy in Hackers. It was going to turn. Oh my God!
1: He was. Yep, he was the was, plague. Yeah.
2: With the with the tanker that he was going to turn over and. The- Fuck me! He was. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Huh! I've referenced that like three times (laughs) in this recording Yes Well you said
2: Hackers, you didn't say who he was
1: I kept saying
0: Plague
2: I don't remember his
0: fucking name, (laughs) he's the
1: guy with the cool keyboard
2: He's been in a lot of movies actually Man, Uh, he got chubby uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel He
1: was chubby in Hackers
2: Uh, He was an award winning director Yeah, he was in Hail Caesar also, Isle of Dogs
0: Fisher Stevens is an accomplished actor and director. Yep, he's he's done well with his life. He's been in a lot of television, also. What has Steve Gutenberg done in the last decade? Because <laughs> that's a name that you sort of forgot after the eighties.
1: Uh, didn't he uh, become the guy from Mad About You? Aren't that isn't that essentially basically, the same guy?
2: Yeah. So he Paul Reier, Re, yeah, Reiser, uh, aren't
1: they basically just the same guy?
0: Well, Paul Reiser, he's yeah, essentially more or less. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did
2: he did most all of the Police Academy movies. Yeah, Cocoon. Uh, which I do like that movie. Amazon Women on the Moon, High Spirits, Three Men and a Little Lady,
0: Three Men and a Baby too. Three
2: Men and a Baby as well.
0: Um, you know, here's the thing though, I remember reading at some point when we were watching this movie about like some act some casting choices and how people would have cast the characters different because Steve Guttenberg was too attractive and charming. It's interesting when someone like Steve Guttenberg, who's an attractive charming person, yes. He had a good smile. He had a friendly face. He was an attractive He was essentially a dad. He was a a cute dad. But if you look at three men and a baby, he's the least attractive traditionally of the three there. There's Tom Selleck and Ted Danson, both Mm -hmm. of which were billed as very attractive attractive
2: men at the time. Yes.
1: He's also Have you been, seen that one of Selleck on the bearskin rug in front of the fire? Yeah, that's
2: some good shit right there. He's that also mustache. been in a lot of, of television. <laughs> that body stash. He did a lot of uh, <laughs> the show According to Jim. He played in Sons of Liberty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, lava, lava Lantula, which yeah. is a horrible movie. A movie about a lava lamp. Yep, and Sharknado Four: The Fourth Awakens. God, those those were great
1: movies. <laughs> those were great movies. I don't care what people say. Oh no! They're, they're, what they're, they're, are, for they what were they are? They are.
2: They are good. All right, and then we move on to Austin Pendleton, who played Doctor Howard Marner, president of Nova Robotics. I would Uh, say
1: that was Howard lawful good. Yeah,
0: yeah, he wasn't a villain. No, he was simply the boss who was more concerned with money. He was trying to regain control too. Yeah, I mean,
1: they they were breaking his rules.
0: He, I, I wouldn't say good because he did set him up several times. It's like, hey. I want to send you to this meeting place. I promise he won't be there. He paid and he goes for to it. The, and he goes it's to his. The, and he It's goes his. It's his machine. Meeting, but he goes to the meeting place and everyone there is exactly the people that he told Newton wouldn't be there. That's not good. Lawful neutral, then. You can I'll lie with heretics. Definitely lawful <laughs> neutral. I've been playing too much Warhammer. I would say palladium unprincipled <laughs> 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 because I do think palladium has better alignments than D D.
2: But and, it's yeah. just harder to yeah, yeah. He has a he has a fairly prolific. Uh, he, he's been history. in a lot of stuff. He was yeah. also
0: the, he was in everything in the eighties. Just like the actual villain yeah. was in everything in the eighties. What and was he, that guy's name? Yeah, the
1: fucking wanna be general with the uh, fucking uh,
0: whistle. Right, right, hard or die hard or whatever or his name was. was boner calling, or whatever the boner scrotum <laughs> scrotum scrotum scrotum. It was Scroder, Scroder. and they yeah. kept calling him scrotum, or at least Ben kept calling him scrotum. I would say that joke. he was kind of lawful evil because he took joy and blowing shit up. I was going to go with chaotic neutral.
1: I could go with that, too, because he was yeah. he was breaking orders that were given to him by his higher up just to go out of his way to fuck with him.
0: You make a good point. I was using lawful evil by default, but I think chaotic I know neutral works I know you there. guys both do that. I don't.
1: No, no, uh, you see villain, you just go no, there, I think is just,
0: just, just, just like, everything is chaotic good. No. <laughs> don't attempt
2: to shift it off on Dusty. That's like, <laughs> All right, that's like kicking a pussy. So, what,
0: who, was the... <laughs>
2: <laughs> who was the actor who played scrotum? Uh, G.W. Bailey, who he actually... He oh, played... I don't like
1: him because he does the acronym thing. Fuck him. He, play,
2: he played uh, Steve Gutenberg's police boss in the Police Academy yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. he's
0: been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he
2: was also in Mannequin with, with James Spader. He... Has he ever played a nice person?
0: <laughs> not that i remember uh, unless let's see. he played like a he
2: played in mash so that was he was a nice guy in MASH. wait wait in mash yeah he was uh he was in mash yeah he was the movie or the sergeant show sergeant luther rizzo in the tv series
1: in one episode yeah that couldn't have been okay. that was not a recurring because yeah. i've watched mash a couple of times i, I like don't it. remember
0: him yeah so i think that's everybody i don't think we have anybody left uh boyfriend okay chaotic neutral Chaotic, neutral.
2: Who yeah, fucking he's a cares? Yeah, shit. Yeah, he's a shit. yeah the, the the rest of the cast are all NPCs. Though. Okay.
0: And of course, the military guys' motivation was blow
2: shit up. That's all military guys. Pretty
0: much from the beginning of the movie to the end of it, well, blow we, shit up.
2: I mean, that
1: and serve and follow orders. But I mean, okay. Portland's, but he didn't really follow that'll orders. That'll fly that well, well locally, but not so well in the
2: Midwest, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're trying to have <laughs>
1: we're trying to have more than a Portland podcast here.
2: Well, Matthew. Well, we're big in Vietnam, so.
1: And I'm sure in Vietnam they want to hear good things about the American <laughs>
0: soldier. But in Vietnam, they do want to hear where the story's going next. Oh,
1: uh, okay. So this can go two ways. You can either literally play the people in here, which is uh, the the fucking Crosby, Stephanie,
0: Nash. and Johnny. Nash? Sorry, Crosby, Stephanie, Nash.
2: Crosby stays in Nash. <laughs> oh, it was
0: bad. I love it. I got I my pizza. I liked
2: it.: I liked it.
1: <laughs> uh, you, you can either play them because they, they're headed to Montana to his, his 40 acres, with a million fucking feral pets that will be <laughs> by coyotes,
2: or, okay. or by her, because they're going to or come by in. her. <laughs> <laughs> or Johnny's going to use them for target practice with that laser on his.: Yeah. Shoulder.
1: Uh, they take refuge at, Cros- at uh, Crosby's Land and build a compound that's what you do in Montana. If you
0: have acreage, you build a compound, and then the apocalypse happens. <laughs> Wait, sorry, different. Why story. not? You got I, your I,
2: own <laughs> nuclear reactor in this robot. I, I would. He'll power fucking every. Just plug him in. Give him. Plug him in and give him. Let Let Google come around and let him just start playing on Google. He'll be fine. But the best part is,
0: he's only got one button. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just. Boop on,
1: boop off. It's, you have to it's go into a his body. sequence. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. You just got to make sure to pull off his eyebrows first. A <laughs> <The> little <laughs> the fucking fucking butterfly, the butterfly wings. <laughs> uh, anyway, a mailman or something will see Johnny Five cavorting around. Uh, and, you know, rumors will start getting around. They don't get mail in the country. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Shut up. Um. They would uh, Nova would eventually investigate. That's scenario number one. The one I want to play is find the robot, where you play the private security the firm and thing? or the military. I don't know, Dusty. <laughs> How's your love life? Is is find the robot a sex thing? Which is asking. Do flashlights vibrate now? Is that what he's trying to tell me? I'm looking at uh, you for answers because I know you know.
0: <laughs> Some of them do. All right. <laughs> it depends on whether or not you're getting a brand name flashlight or one of those knockoffs. <laughs> Let me take you to my browsing history, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would much rather
1: play a hunter-killer team off to stop this nuclear-powered weapon of death and destruction robot. Um, some sort of uh, tracking game. Yeah. Ninjas and super spies would do it. But basically, you have to track them back to the compound. I'm just going to fill up all of this while you guys both eat pizza at the same time. <laughs> just going to kind of keep on going while you both chew so good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I would definitely, if I was playing this, though, it would be a tracking team trying to track down the rogue doctor, maybe even for the military, because it's still still sentience that he has created. He's created a vehicle for sentience. You just have to run a lot of current through it. So, I mean, that can be useful in a number of decision-making ways on a battlefield, more than just remote control. So the government is definitely gonna want them maybe not so much to pull in number five but to get once again to get him and disassemble him not to fix him but to find out how he became what he became because if you have a decent decision making process you can stick it in a submarine you can stick it in a spacecraft it would revolutionize everything so i would want to play that team Trying to
0: take down
2: this errant robot. So basically, be, it's like a rainbow sixing it. Yeah. I but without the that. box, that'd be good.
0: I just came up with a campaign idea while you were talking, Dude. while you were stalling and I was munching on pizza.
2: <laughs> Thanks,
0: listeners and patrons, for the pizza. The game opens up. One player is playing Johnny Five. You are now essentially king of this meadow you are given this entire 40 acre plot to roam around and learn and, and input 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 one day you're out exploring and you fall into a hole you go into an area that you're not really supposed to go into but you fall into this hole and find yourself in this cave but when you your senses come to and your your, your systems all like re, reconjigger themselves you're in a bunker surrounded by other robots, all in states of disassemble, but there's a few of them that aren't. They look like you, but cruder versions.
2: I, I like this. Wait, 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 wait. You wait. start so,
1: to go to each of them and press the button. So is Crosby the mad scientist,
0: the evil? You activate them, and the other PCs and they start screaming. <laughs> yes, and they come online.
2: Now disassemble
0: because suddenly you Bother. realize why <laughs> oh. this has been going on for much longer than the movie wants you to believe. I like Crosby's okay. whole okay. thing li- is he's not a simple scientist. He has too much charisma. He has so much charisma that he's, he is. He's, he's had to dumb it down. He's actually a sociopath. He has been building robots with the hope that one of them would come alive one day. I'm killing them for fun. Putting
1: and, them through destruction tests to see which one will spark.
0: And now you're that one that he has been one day hoping. You are to the
1: chosen one. Bring
0: back to his lair. That's a good idea. That's yeah. way better than mine. And so now admit you are is. a group of Johnny Five, consisting of Johnny Five and a, a handful of and four, randomly three,
2: two, one. Ran not well. Uh, Johnny. Yeah. 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 A one B seven. What was
0: it called? The Squire. The 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 Saint. Not saints. saints. These aren't yeah. saints. These were pre saints. These were his. These are bishops. Yeah, these are bishops and pawns. Whatever, and whatever, yeah, whatever.
1: Infantry.
0: Sex helper. On, yeah, that's fair. I don't know. John uh, uh, power. Bomb. Battle
2: infantry special. <laughs> okay,
0: so you find all of these other robots, and you're them online. Those are the other player characters, listeners. And what, now you what, have to what, find it, your way out of this. Fucking Bunker Dungeon.
2: I, ha- I have a task for listeners. What would pawn, I like Bunker Dungeon. Yeah, what would Pawn and Bishop or even Rook, what would that acronym out to Yeah, be?
0: give us your best Bishop. Queen,
2: at, King, yeah, what would, sh- what's that acronym out to? But we really want Bishop.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the key.
1: Okay, so a horror game is not what I was suggesting, but I like it better. <laughs> is there a movie for Saw? Because here's the thing. You have this guy, right? You know, we did no, 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 Saw, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. God, fuck that one. That was a rough one. But you have this guy, right? And he wakes up in the bunker. But the test isn't over. The bunker is just the start of oh, the my test. God.
2: Oh, my God. Yes.
0: See, this is why I do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You build, I build, you build. <laughs> All right. did so, uh, d- d- dusty builds. Sometimes.
2: Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah why don't you build us? <laughs>
1: That was a call for even for me. That's too much, um, but
0: I'm I'm building with you, bro. i think building with you. <laughs> yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: can't, I can't stop. I'm sorry,
2: friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five alive.
2: No, touch me there.
1: No, I,
0: I I think that's actually the way to do it. That's really good, man. And you could use something like Dungeon Crawl Classics for that, where, tell you what, we're each going to roll up 20 failed robots. Ooh. <laughs> and Johnny Five is not even the player character. No, no. All of your PCs have been awakened by Johnny Five, who's like, hey, I need you to help me find my way out of here. And you're all like, yeah. input. <laughs> and he is the god. God, the
2: no, he's do just the quest giver. He is, no, no, no. He's just the quest giver.
1: Image. He's the quest giver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: but he... Well, yeah, he's okay.
1: the, he is the DM's control. He's the NPC who so, kind of uh, nudges So, dear you.
0: listeners, if you run this game, please <laughs> let us know how it goes. It or yeah, Throw yeah, so a to camcorder on the table. Because I might do this at a convention someday and just not That's tell so anybody yeah. what this is. And at the end of it, when you come out, Johnny like, 5 Alive, and then take your heart
2: like a Highlander. Yes, <laughs> there can be only one. This
1: did not go in the I direction. Just, a destruction test for sentience might work, though. That's not. That's not the world's worst idea. Mm. It's like if you have a significant amount and it's not happening, that's because it's not threatened. It's oh not God. adapting to a situation. Yeah. So how do put it you through build, paces. How do you build life? You force it to adapt or die. We call that evolution. But if you want to do it in your lifetime, well, you just got to set up a weird little dungeon on your compound mm-hmm. now, don't you? <laughs> yeah.
2: You've got 40 acres above and below ground. You're good. Oh Fuck, it's God. not like anyone's looking for him. Isn't just a dungeon? is a mega dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Newton Crosby wanted
0: to create life. I want to
1: go back and change his alignment. <laughs> but in order,
0: in order, His goal wasn't just to create life. His goal was to create life. And find that, out. That could then create yeah. life. hmm and destroy it. So his, I test, this game, his test was bringing Johnny here, hoping Johnny would find the dungeon and awaken the failed prototypes
2: and turn them into something glorious. And as he comes out, he, he says, he has, I am become death.
1: No, no, no. no so <laughs>
2: I have led my people through the wastelands and <laughs> the deserts,
1: through the Darkling Caves. There's... And he... he rises and the the robots write a book about him and they use him as an excuse to murder the humans
0: so dear listeners we've just given you a campaign yeah epic campaign right which is going to have one hell of a punchline. you just got to see it through to the end yeah yeah that's good i i mean i'd, I'd play that one i would too it's so much better than i thought i was going to bring tonight <laughs> Dude, yeah, that was,
1: that was good kicking back and forth.
0: <laughs> Honestly, what I was going to bring, we talked about on the Transformers episodes, is a game called Robotic Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. the reason I'm jumping right into the game is because as part of the whole talk about the motivations of the characters in the beginning, that's going to help us establish the themes going forward so that we're not going to need to sit and wax nostalgic about what we're looking at. We're looking at a robot that wants to be free. We're looking at a scientist that wants to get his creation back and protect it. And uh, a Or minute, does he? <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then the friend that the, the sudden friend that wants to protect it
0: so i do want to give a brief mention here to robotic age
2: i liked that when we went yeah. over it yeah. for transformers i did like that that gaming system
0: the reason i'm bringing this up is because robotic age has built into it how to play short circuit yeah uh or if you've ever watched that television show almost human mm-hmm. with uh
2: carl urban carl urban or and westwood westwood
0: yeah any of the ga- games, any of those shows that deal with characters who are both robots and humans mixed together. Oh, by this, the way, Johnny yeah.
1: Five, uh, uh, Short Circuit is a kids' movie. Westwood is not, so yeah. Westworld. <laughs> Westworld. West excuse yeah. me. If you're if you're looking for one to show your kids, yeah, your robotic yeah,
2: age. Do not show Westworld to your children. Yeah, don't
0: don't don't do that. Uh, robotic age is done by Preston Poland of True in One Productions. Uh, it was a Kickstarter game. I really like it. It's fun. It's simple. It's got androids. It's got humans. It's got cyborgs. It's got transhumans and it's got straight up robots. This is the kind of game that, if you want to just sit down and do a traditional do you fail or do you succeeded yeah. kind of pass roll single die system, it's percentile based. It can cover With you. With all the
1: traps that are going on in the dungeon of sentience, <laughs> I think you'd, you'd need something like that
0: or D20 Modern.
2: D20 dungeon Modern
0: would work. Crawl. Classics is what I would use really? for my dungeon. No way. Why not?
1: Because the, the monsters make no sense.
2: What are you talking about? Why not? The giant toad, followed the by the
1: basilisk, followed by the minotaur,
0: followed by the beholder, followed by the dungeon or are you crawl just classics. Talking the
2: mechanics of dungeon. I'm talking crawl
0: about using the dungeon crawl classics core mechanic, the funnel.
2: For, oh, I'm talking okay. about
0: for the fucking mega dungeon that we just came up with a minute ago. Oh, the, okay,
2: the core, DCC, the, the grinder. Okay. There's,
0: there's science fiction versions of it. Yeah, StarCrawl. There's, Star Crawl, there's uh, the post-apocalyptic. Oh, okay. One. Yeah. I, didn't I didn't know that. Character. I thought you were just talking it's about just like, like
2: the meat grinder one, yeah.
0: the Tomb of Undermountain, or whatever.
2: Yeah. Oh no, no, no,
0: no, no, no! Okay. I would not use. No, no, like, no. Why, why? Why would you do well, that? Oh, well, honestly, for something like that, I, I... don't
1: know why the bugbear lives <laughs> next to the beholder. I just don't know.
0: <laughs> Go with it. They're in. They're Don't on the question outs. the writer. <laughs> they used to date. They separate it. They're reconsidering it. Oh, you just killed the bugbear. So the beholder's extra pissed now. I would use Dungeon Crawl Classics, the, the funnel system, because it creates that zero-level destruction derby that I think a really good dungeon of a mad scientist needs. Yeah. Every room, at least half the party's going to die. <laughs> Until you get to the end, and, and that's only run on left. what system? Dungeon Crawl Classics is a d20 based system. It's rooted. but they've had it all the way back since second ed, right? Well, so DCC. Okay, here's here's the story. DCC started if if I remember correctly by a company called Goodman Games. Yeah, and the, what they did is they printed. Second ed or fir- no, not even it was, second it ed. was first, and then they, they printed really started modules in, in the style of first ed, but aimed at third edition D anD D.
1: No, it's before that. They yeah. did it before the that. Goodman too. Games, the dun- what,
0: what's called Dungeon Crawl Classics, started as the modules with an old school feel, aimed at modern, aimed at third ed, and then they realized oh, that fuck, third, ed, right, yeah. third ed didn't work for their system, or then for they their- bounced it over to twenty. Well, what they did is they took the open gaming license and then stripped it down. Took that system, stripped it down into something that looked like original D anD d. And in fact, their their the back of the book says it's time to party like it's nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, I have a stack of those things. Yeah, they're they're amazing. And Goodman Games just had a booth at this convention that I was at last week in Gamestorm. This is the first time I saw an actual. Goodman Games booth there, oh, nice. and I walked past it. I was on my way to another booth. I walked past it, stopped, stepped backwards, <laughs> turned, and spent all my money at their booth. instead. <laughs> I got a t-shirt with a wizard flying a 70s van. I got all nice. kinds of cool books. I got bags. I got cool-ass dice. Goodman Games is where it's at. So I would run Dungeon Crawl Classics or something rooted in it. There's a number of spin-off campaign settings that uh, have their own classes. There's Mutant Crawl Classics, which is like yeah. this Cro-Magnum future, everybody's a hunter or a gatherer kind of thing. There's American Survival Guide, which is uh, Thundar the Barbarian, essentially. There's Star Crawl Classics. There's, there's so many different flavors of, Amer- of, of DCC, and I'm quite positive we can make one work for a bunch of failed robotic experiments being forced marched to their death Saw-style by an insane mad robot. That's but it's it's just it's just to figure out life
1: though his his motives are are pure.
0: Oh yeah, he doesn't understand that they're being because they can be. Re- he oh he's reassembling them every time. <laughs> he's not
2: wiping their core their memory core.
0: Yeah, let's 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 darken
1: oh this shit God, up. Oh bit. Just,
2: <laughs> it's just a cr- I remember all my life. Oh, and here's another thing: they all hive mind into each other, so they all remember each other's experiences. No, 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 that's too far. No, you're, you're, that's you're, not too. You were good with the code. You were good with the
1: code because if they hive mind it's not achieving sentience it's achieving a
0: hive yeah okay all right stop all your head it's the borg sentient you're going to go star trek twice huh I'm all right curious do you think the borg is sentient
2: yeah but it's a hive
1: yeah but that's not that's not what a human no, see, I would don't, create I don't think in the in 1980s okay.
2: because everything they do is for the good of the hive they are always we us there's never an i except for but seven the borg, which nine. is the borg queen sentient
0: so everything else is an extension of the Queen? Yeah. Okay. It's it's one life form and not a race. So Johnny's just trying to better himself. I want to play this game yeah, so bad. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else on this. I, I mm-hmm. think I was going to talk more about Robotic Age, but if you want to hear more about that game, listen to Transformers. go back to the Transformers episode. It was a good episode. We even had some music in it from the Cybertronic Spree. Those guys were awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: They have a new song out. Did you see it? They popped up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I I subscribe to their feed, as you should too. They are a rock band. Do we have
1: a friends of uh, a a friends of have movies Will game? I mean, we we, if not we should. I mean, soon. All right. (laughs) Yeah, we should actually put that out. There, there are people who have taken their time out and like really Mm -hmm. helped us out, and we should we should do the same
0: we we should yeah
1: that's all, all i right. got yeah cheers all right so it's a uh, short fucking circuit
2: <laughs> and <laughs> but and it, the robotic it, it, age however some good stuff to
1: play this fucking thing <laughs> sounds yeah. just
0: evil and i can't wait
1: all right guys thanks for tuning in i was matthew and
2: i'm
0: dusty and i'm nathaniel and once again we want to ask you to join us so in our various online communities Hit us up on Facebook. MySpace. Drop into <laughs> MySpace. I should set up a MySpace page just, I just can. because I can't. Yeah, Twitter. We have a Discord channel where you can drop in and communicate with us. We also have an active Patreon. And we, you're like
1: the only person I know on MeWe. Like everyone went over there and then nothing happened. Yeah, Google <laughs> Plus just
0: died two days ago uh, and I'm still so sad from it. And MeWe just What was the one before MeWe?
1: It was, it was like, it had a black and white logo and like five
2: oh. years ago,
0: everyone was saying, oh, this fuck. is going to be the next first book. And so it a Diaspora.
2: Died. Diaspora. No, 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 know. no. Well, what it was something else. Called. It was real simple. It was yeah. a simple name. Macedon? No, no, it was very, very simple. They, you know what I'm talking totally about? I know yeah. what you're talking they're, about because I even signed up oh, for oh, it. Oh, hello. Right? That's, yes. that's what it was. That's yeah. It. yeah
0: it, I was into it for a week and then I was like, I'm over this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we have a lot of online presence, and also join our Patreon. We have a lot of bonus stuff on there.
1: Oh, incidentally, guys, I don't know if you got it from the inference, but today I got my pizza, which was my number one goal. There should be pictures of my happy, happy face shoving
0: pizza
2: into it. I don't know
0: where Dusty's gonna. I'm gonna, gonna, put, I'm gonna those, put them I'm <laughs> up. I'm gonna
2: put them up on our Facebook page, and
0: stick around after our credits for a little bit of bonus stuff of Matthew excitedly reading your names. Oh, but <laughs> also thanks.
1: Yeah, thanks,
2: Patreons. Yeah, thank you. you You
1: got me my pizza. No, I never I mean, thought I'd
2: get there. We, 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 we started this, and it was kind of just putting it out into the ether, and then people were like, uh, how do we get in contact with you if we want to? Yeah. And we got yeah. a few people, and then we got a few more people, and we got even more people. And now there's yeah, a Rex, good chance Rex, Donnie, chunk Sylvia,
1: of, you guys are awesome. Yeah, you man, all have gone a, the extra yeah. mile.
2: Yeah, I I, I I see my whenever I go down to see in the Phoenix, I see my friends that listen regularly. Unfortunately, they don't like post comments or anything, but they listen. They always tell me it's a good show. Uh, a friend of mine that's really big into the gaming scene down there. He loves the games that we talk about. So my mom thinks it's really good. but yeah, She actually too. doesn't
0: because yeah. I don't let my mom listen to this
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine why. My not. brother's out in, in Lake Tahoe. He listens to it every time it comes up. But, so, but I did
0: when I published my first book, I did send her a copy so she, and with a clip so yeah. she could attach that shit to her microwave. Nice. <laughs> her, her refrigerator. Anyway, uh, yep, have movies movie game.
1: Hey, game. Uh, do we have any announcements for the next one? Where were we going to do a vote on something? We
0: got a vote coming up, and it's going to be...
2: Uh, Tarantino.
0: Tarantino. Flicks. We're do a Tarantino Finally poll. Doing it. Yeah. But uh, also, we're taking a break for the month of April. This is recorded a little bit late because we had a scheduling mix-up, so you're not going to hear us again for a month.
2: Womp, womp, so listen wah. to some of that bonus
0: stuff. I'm going to be popping out. Stay tuned. And um, we'll see we'll bonus,
1: a will bonus stuff be coming out on the regular feed
0: that will be coming out on both the regular feed and the patreon stuff. okay i'm gonna kind right. of dole so it you'll, out you'll get the goodness yeah. you'll get some hints on the regular feed and some good stuff on the patreon okay all right well thanks
1: as always and we'll catch you next time
0: thanks for listening to another episode of our show we're still pretty new to the seed and we'd love to get your feedback if you like what you hear Please leave us a review on iTunes with your thoughts. Good or bad, they really help us get the word out. If you want to say hello, drop us a line on all of the usual social media sites. You can find the links right there in the show notes. You can also leave us a comment on our website at havemovieswillgame.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Have Movies Will Game is a Breakfast Puppies podcast production and our episodes are distributed under CC BYND 4.0 license. Our opening theme is Rock and Gravel by Sid Valentine's Patent Leather Kids with introductory narration provided by Isaac Scher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.
1: Guys, guys, it happened. I got my pizza. I wanted one thing from day one of this podcast. I wanted to make enough money to buy one hot and ready pizza from Little Caesars.
2: Hot and ready.
1: That was all I so wanted. Hot.
2: So, ready. so ready. That
1: is, that is the, the, the pinnacle of my goals. Mm-hmm. And today I have received my pizza. Gentlemen, would, would, would you like a slice of pizza? The pizza that have movies Will Game Podcast has given us.
0: I want to clue you in on something here, Matthew. What? I stole a slice while you weren't looking. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you. Thank you for the slice. All right. Well, here's pizza anyway.
1: You ungrateful jerks. <laughs> Seriously, though.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Um,
1: hey, I want to give a quick shout out to some of our uh, biggest contributors on our Patreon. Uh, Sylvia Stratton, Donald Peck, Rex Barkdahl. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. I didn't ask for much. All I wanted was a hot and ready pizza, and you guys really came through. Thank you so much, and all the people who've tipped uh, in our in our tip bucket,
2: you guys are the best. Very much so. Thank you. Oh yeah. I'm gonna stop praising <laughs> you and eat now. <laughs>